I'm teaching today. This is just sort of an idea. Um, it's kind of kicked around with some folks in my family that perhaps you'd make a podcast. And, um, well, here we are. A lot of us are teachers in this particular family. And we're all dealing with some pretty interesting circumstances, as you can imagine. And so I, um, I want to talk about that. And this is not, this is not me complaining. I, I'd like to just make this very clear that I did not make this as a venue to just vent or rant. Um, although sometimes it's going to sound like that. Um, and I think that if you are a teacher, you probably can relate to that. Um, if you're not a teacher, uh, hopefully you have some understanding of what's actually happening in school. And uh, I, I like to think about that first, like, what is school? Like, what are we doing? Um, sometimes we're together, sometimes we're not. Depends, obviously, where you are in the country. Um, I know where I'm at in my home state. There are schools that are fully distanced and have been distance learning all year long. There are schools who are a hybrid model, uh, and there are schools who have been full-time and then gone home for you know various cases that have popped up in the school, COVID cases, that is. So that's me, by the way. I am in a fully in-person mode, but am currently on um, quarantine, distance learning protocol, whatever you want to call it, for the second or third time. The second extended time. I think we had two days early in the year, and then we had uh, basically the whole month of November we were home. And now, um, after the holiday and the, the rise, the surge in cases, we've been home for a little bit. So it is what it is. And I thought I'd just talk to you about that experience. Um, and this kind of started with a, a tweet. I responded to a tweet this morning about grades. Somebody, and I, I think I misinterpreted the person's point, but the person had said that grades matter. Grades matter. Grades matter. And I think the person is a coach. And as a coach, I would say grades do matter. Um, and I'll just say that we're talking about scholar athletes, right? So scholar first, athlete second. And, and that's that. And sometimes people mix those up. And it's unfortunate because a lot of times it's the parents that are driving that. You know that if you are involved in education. You know, we're talking about good kids here who are being fed a whole lot of uh, malarkey at times, to, you know, to be quite blunt um, about their skill level and where they're going. Um, and a lot of times there's devious intentions, in my opinion at least, behind that, right? Um, these travel leagues make a good deal of money off of the idea that your kid's going to be the next Derek Jeter. But anyway, again, like I'm not trying to rant here, just sometimes, you know, kind of the state of things, that sort of happens. So it is what it is. But I had responded that, you know, grades need to change and that um, we need to give feedback. That's what's important. And, I, and that was part of my point. But the other part of the point was that Grades have been inflated for a long time, folks. If you think that, you know, the GPA of students today is, is what it is, um, then you're mistaken because there's a little thing called power school. And power school has been, uh, I'm, I'm in year 16 of teaching right now, so power school has been a part of my career, my entire career. Uh, I've never actually kept a paper grade book. I, I have, but it was more like, you know, I'd like to try this. Um, I've never had to keep a paper grade book. So that's great for me. But what PowerSchool has done is it's brought parents into the classroom in a way that they don't belong. I mean, what are grades supposed to be? A grade is supposed to be an indication of a student's you know, progress, of success, of completion. Um, it's a mode of communication. It's a way to let the student know that you, know, you have a zero right now because you didn't do something. Uh, or you know, you're really struggling in this particular type of assignment. You know, an essay is very difficult for you. Uh, so that's something we should work on. Um, and I'll remind you, and many of you who are, you know, my age bracket, you went to school and you, you were told your grade four times a, a year. 
at the end of the quarter, basically. You got a report card, and that's how you knew where you stood. So, you know, that's kind of the mind frame that I think I had going into it. And now, as a, a school teacher in 2021 with PowerSchool, um, I'm almost just playing defense all the time. And, you know, that's part of the reason why there's a lot of pressure um, for grades to be, uh, you know, we'll say padded, so to say. Because, the, you know, the idea of a due date doesn't exist. And the idea of a parent, you know, basically I've had parents submit their kids' work to me or try to. And, you know, I've tried to, like, dig my heels in on that and say, no, this isn't your paper, Mr. or Mrs. So-and-so. It's your kid's paper. So they should be doing this. I've also had fellow teachers who work with students, you know, collect and send me work. Um, I mean, what, really, what are we doing if we're saying that a student can't actually turn something in on their own and that's okay, then, then what's the point of having a grade? Like, I, I'm writing in the grade book. I'm, I'm typing in power school in the grade book. A minus, great job, you know, so-and-so. Uh, but that person didn't even turn the assignment in. It was, you know, another adult who was making a professional wage to work with a child who has good intentions but is turning in their work for them. What's the point? I don't, I'm not sure. I think the point that I'm trying to make is that this year, given coronavirus, whatever you want to, COVID, whatever you want to call it, given the pandemic, um, there's been a lot less pressure on me to actually grade students academically. Now, I'm not going fully on the other side of the spectrum. I do embrace the idea of social-emotional learning. I do think that's important in students' lives. <clears throat> and anybody who says otherwise <clears throat> probably, excuse me, probably shouldn't be in teaching um, because, I mean, let's be serious. You know, we are, we are in a room. Well, <laughs> we're, we're kind of in a room right now. Some of us are in a room with a group of kids, and, and our primary goal is to, to keep them safe and to encourage them and, and so forth. So, you know, academics are, are very important, right? We're laying a foundation for students' future success um, in terms of their career, in terms of their ability to think and, and, and be creative and, and be productive and all of that. But, you know, what does the grade actually mean? And in, in, in this year, I would say the grade has become kind of a completion thing. Now, that's my own experience. Your experience may be different, but I've got, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to create assignments. You know, and if this sounds familiar, then, then you're a teacher. I'm trying to create assignments that are relevant, that are in line with the curriculum, that are, are challenging enough. Right. You know, and, and this is hard enough in a non-pandemic situation, you know, where we're not dealing with all of the, the, the stuff we're dealing with outside of school. I don't know what else to call it. Uh, but how do you, you, know, you got to find that line of like, how do you challenge a student so they can succeed um, and, and, and kind of pull them along as opposed to give them something that's super easy? You know, that's difficult enough. But right now it's even harder because, you know, for the most part, you can't I can't see my kids, at least when we're on distance learning like this. I asked them to put their cameras on. I, you know, I've even tried saying, like, hey, I'll mark you absent if you don't. But, um, you know, I don't want to do that because I don't know what's going on in their life. I really don't. And I also, I'm not that comfortable forcing them to put their camera on. Like, they're home in their own space and they're doing their thing. So, you know, why, why should I invade that privacy? Like, I don't want to do that. But obviously my goal of, of having them put the camera on is so I can get feedback from them and hold them accountable. Like, they got to be there. You know, they can't be there playing video games, which, you know, last last spring when we first started this mess, I had kids who turned the camera on and they're playing, they were playing uh, Fortnite or something, one of those games they like to play. And, you know, they were pretty open about, hey, look at this, you know. But 
I guess what I'm trying to say in all of this is that I don't feel that I need to grade academic, uh, academically. I don't, I don't know that my grades have to be accurate, and that's kind of a good thing uh, for sure. As I was saying, I'm trying to create assignments that are challenging, that are engaging, and that you know, are actually possible in a, in a distance learning situation. So you know, I've tried it all. I've tried the breakout rooms. You know, I've tried um, virtual you know, simulators and so forth. I've tried just open group discussion. I've had students read aloud together. I, I've had a lot of you know, attempts. Uh, I've tried some of the, you know, the more trendy new things like Jamboard or whatever it's called. Um, I've done presentations. I've had students do presentations, that is. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But at the end of the day, you know, what am I doing? Uh, I'm giving better feedback, that's for sure. You know, students are turning in work to me and I'm telling them my honest opinion on, like, what I think, you know, they need to do. As opposed to trying to sugarcoat that and make sure that on the rubric they've got, you know, a proficient as opposed to an emerging or make sure that in power school their grade is good enough that nobody's going to come knock on my door and say, well, what did you do wrong? You know, why, why is this grade not right? And let's allow the student to make something up that was due, you know, a month ago. And I'm not exaggerating in that. And I can't be the only person, the only teacher in America right now who has been asked to accept work that was due literally like a month ago. I'm not making this up. Um, but anyway, it is, it is, as they say, a sign of the time. So before I, I'm going to end this because this is a lot longer than I thought, but I'm going to tell you about my, my day this morning. And it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, you know, here I am. I, I'm, I'm actually, I decided to sit in the comfortable chair today, you know, and by the stove and stay warm and the whole bit as opposed to sitting like at a desk uh, because it's that kind of day, I guess. But anyhow, um, I'm like begging kids to put their camera on. They do. I take attendance. And then I, I start to share my screen so I can show them what we're doing today. And I'm sort of demonstrating, I'm explaining a concept, I'm demonstrating how to solve a problem. And then I went over the problems that they're going to do for their assignment. Mind you, it's a 90 minute period and I, had, I, I gave them like 50 minutes to do the work. And what I typically do is I stay on the call and I say, come back in if you have questions. And sometimes students do that. Today, by the time I got back to seeing the, the, the view of the group as opposed to my particular screen, um, no cameras are on. I'm, I'm calling on people and, you know, they're, if they're responding, which oftentimes they do, but there's a huge delay, obviously, because of, you know, technology. And so it makes just communicating very difficult. And a lot of times students kind of fall into this like text-based communication which is what they're very used to, I suppose, you know, in a day-to-day -day sense. Um, but it's just, it's just different in that regard. And so it, it can get frustrating, you know. And then it, the most frustrating thing about it is that if you ask a question, nobody, nobody says anything. You know they know the answer. You call on somebody, and finally they do. And it's all crickets otherwise. But then as soon as you're like, okay, guys, have a wonderful day, they all say goodbye and hang up, like, at the same time. So I believe they're there for the most part, but it's some kind of hesitation to, to do or, or say anything. And as a person who's been in many Google Meets this year with my own colleagues, like, I can relate to that. I, I sure can, but um, it's just another obstacle that gets in the way of, like, actual, you know, content teaching, like, developing skills and understanding concepts 
it's very difficult in this current situation. The second class I had, and uh, I have another one coming up here shortly, but the second one, we, we have sort of an every other day kind of schedule and classes kind of rotate. And uh, one boy signed into the meeting and I'm sitting there and, and I'm like, hey, you know, I, I guess we'll give everybody a second to join in. You know, class starts at 11 o'clock and so it's 11, but nobody's there but he and I. So uh, sit tight. I'll take attendance in a few. And as soon as I mark them absent, they'll show up. And that, that happens sometimes. Sometimes kids forget or sometimes everybody forgets, right? So about three minutes go by and I'm, I'm getting more and more frustrated thinking like, how is nobody coming to my class right now? And then it hit me that we're on the other day of that every other day schedule. And this class doesn't meet now. It meets in about an hour and a half. And so myself and this other student sitting there completely oblivious, have no idea what's going on. And again, that might sound stupid, that might sound silly, but like that's just the normal, like what's going to happen today kind of situation that we're dealing with with public school. So I hope you know that, and I hope that you are encouraging your kids to go to class virtually and to do their best. Uh, and I hope that you uh, are easy on teachers. <laughs> if you think they made a mistake, they may have. We do that, uh, but let them know kindly. Take care.